0: Running a brokerage is hard work, so whether you're focused on building your own sales pipeline, hiring the best agents, leveling up your team's production, or protecting the culture you've built, you're in the right place. Real estate brings the challenges, and we share the solution. Welcome to the show dedicated to broker entrepreneurs. Welcome to the Brokerpreneur Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Brokerpreneur Podcast. I'm Dr. Ben Spears, the doctor of flow. I'm here with the big guy, as usual, Matt Vine. How's it going, Matt?
1: Absolutely. You know how I'm doing, Ben. Always. It's doing always fantastic. Absolutely. You're just shut fantastic. your mouth.
0: You're doing fantastic. <laughs> Let's right. go ahead and get to our guest. Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to bring out our guest, Jim Turner. He's the CEO and owner of BrokerKit. And uh, you're out in Colorado. Is that right, Jim? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, thanks for kind of
2: uh, letting me join today. Excited to have a chat with you. I am based in uh, Denver, Colorado. Uh, and we got a little bit of snow on the ground, a little colder than, and a little snowier than, uh, probably some other people, you know, where the listeners are right now.
0: Yeah. We almost had to wear three quarter sleeves here. Yep. Oh, Harry, yeah. that's, how, that's how cold it is here. Yep. So. Might <laughs> have nice to put shoes on instead of flip-flops. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So a li-
2: little warmer in your parts.
0: Yeah, yeah that's for sure. <clears throat> I miss the snow though. I haven't seen the snow in, in, in a minute. So, yes. um, to make it out to Colorado and just you know hang out with Jim for a little bit. So, yep. Jim, um, uh, we're going to obviously get into BrokerKit. You know, I, obviously our our, our listeners—they're all real estate brokers, owners, managers, recruiters—they've all heard of BrokerKit. Yep. I have no uh, reservation in in probably assuming that. But I want to know before we dive we dive into BrokerKit. Um, a little bit of a little bit of, about your background, and I always try and guess, you know. And I just I'm I'm imagining that you know you're playing like GI Joes when you're no, six. Transformers, man. Nah, no, no, my, it's my analogy. It's my analogy. Not <laughs> Transmorphers, but
2: transformers for sure. We
0: already <laughs> talked about Transmorphers on on Jim's podcast. That's so right. so you're playing GI Joes, right? And you know you got you got like you know one guy over here, and there's like a bunch of GI GI, G.I. Joes over there, and uh, he's like, come on. Come on, join the GI Joes, and you're like, I need to figure out how to recruit all these guys, right? And you're like, No, I think I'm going to build a software you know, when I grow up that's going to that's going to help brokers do that. Is that how that worked? Uh,
2: you know, started with the GI Joes, and then uh, I, then I got a Commodore sixty four <laughs> in, in, in junior high school. And I got really into uh, you know, and junior high I got into kind of building software, and at that time, uh, so that was. Uh, text-based adventure games written in basic Mm -hmm. um and uh my i used to be involved i grew up in greensboro north carolina and i was part of uh the uh university of north carolina at greensboro uh, commodore 64 users group and my mom used to drive me over to the users group with all adults right where we worked on adventure games so yes i started out as you know i was a computer nerd before the word even existed i guess
1: yeah, wow, that's a, that's cool. That sounds a lot like somebody else's story that started out as a, as a kid and his mom driving him over with uh, with Microsoft. I mean, that's exactly what happened with Bill Gates, right? They got a yeah, a...
2: yeah. Well, if you look at that Outliers book, right, like he got yep. his ten thousand hours before high school ended by going over and working on the mainframe with punch cards, <laughs> like as his mom would <laughs> drive him over to I think it was like University of Washington, and yep. he had main mainframe access, so. Great book, Outliers. If you see it, but you know it's all about getting the ten thousand hours and on anything, right, to become the expert. And the sooner you start, the the more of an
0: advantage it is, for sure.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. So yeah. spot
0: on. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. So. Um, I just want you know, I kind of want to just dive in, right? All of our listeners, you know, of course we talk about retention and, and per person productivity and all that kind of stuff, but everyone knows there's just this underlying, you know, Absolutely. recruiting and everything and everything that we say, we know it's the lifeblood, you know, right. of, of, of growing a brokerage. So tell us, you know, just in case like, you know, there's a broker out there and I or she's like in a cave right? And they're on there still using Commodore 64, (laughs) right? Let's, let's let everybody know a little bit about broker kit and just what it, what it does. Sure.
2: Yeah. So we felt like, um, you know, we were kind of looking for a niche that was kind of unexploited in, in the real estate world. And we felt like there was tons of technology out there to help the agent sell homes, right? And it makes sense. There's tons of agents, right? And that's where the, the investment's gonna flow. We felt like the, the 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 broker side was a little bit of an underserved market. Agents create value by selling homes, right? So the technology's evolved for the most part around helping agents sell homes. Whereas, but, uh, you know, brokers create value um, by scaling a team of producing agents, essentially, um, right? And so it's less yep. on selling homes. It's on it's on the talent funnel, right? It's a, on growing a, an amazing team. And that's how you scale a business, right? And we felt like that was an underserved market. Um, so we decided to build a system for the ground up for the the broker versus the agent around how to scale up their business by, um, you know, helping them become more effective with how they recruit, onboard, and retain their real estate agents. So kind of all around the this talent funnel versus the sales funnel. Um, and it makes sense. I mean, real estate is very different, right? And, and there, weren't, there wasn't really any kind of software solution or technology solution that's a fit because recruiting in a brokerage is more like sales than it is in most corporate jobs. So if you look at kind of most... Um, how recruiting is done in like typical corporate settings, right? There's like some hiring manager that works with someone in HR. They write up some job description. They put it in an applicant tracking system. It gets posted to a job board. You know, hundreds of candidates blow in. Somebody tries to screen them and then puts them in front of a a manager. Well, so for a broker, recruiting is, is more like selling, right? In many ways, your agents are your your clients. Right. And, Absolutely. and, and, and it's, 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 it's much different, right? So it's closer to what a B2B sales role is, honestly, mm-hmm. um, when you look at kind of what recruiting is a brokerage. So the typical, and and also like that whole applicant tracking software that exists out there is very reactive, right? It's all right. just waiting for people to come to you and then following up. Right. But if you want to grow your business, it's about um, B2B sales. And we felt like, and I've been involved very, very much so in B2B sales, Uh, we didn't touch on my real estate experience. I got out, started in in, uh, the investing side. But if you look at kind of B2B sales, there's this whole structure that's developed around how to do outreach um, around a discipline called like sales development and how to generate kind of leads outbound by finding your kind of ideal customer, essentially. That's, That's what, for a broker, what they should be focused on, right? They can't just do a job posting wait for who shows up that's okay for new agents right but if you're looking for experienced agents they're not going to just apply to your job posting right and to grow your business um you know you might be looking for experienced agents it's more of a sales role right and kind of a typical marketing model right where you're you're doing that but also you know maybe sending out like um email newsletters and things like that right that's kind of a more of a marketing uh, type communication versus sales communication is it a great way to start conversations with people right if you're if you've got kind of the sales mindset you need to look at it more like uh you know an outreach person at a b2b software company is looking at it right like here's the perfect people how do i start a conversation with them and it's not send an email newsletter out to To them all quarterly, right? They're not going to necessarily reply back and say like, "Sounds great, let's let's set up a call and chat," right? Right. So it's all about kind of starting conversations. So we felt like there wasn't really anything out there kind of around that, and wanted to build um, a technology platform around that. Basically, Um, we worked with, uh, we started with KW. Um, We found a KW team leader in Southern California. It was pretty successful. He had about 500 agents, and just ask him, "Hey, what's your?" Like, what's your dream system? Like, what's your workflow? He described it. We put together, um, like, kind of like a prototype. He looked at it, built it, and then they started using it. It started spreading via word of mouth within KW. Um, And, but we were primarily KW early on. Then we decided to kind of go outside. And now they're a smaller part of our business and worked with kind of other brokerages. But um, yeah, that's that's kind of the backstory, I guess, if, if that answers your question, Matt.
1: Yeah, absolutely it does. And and so that you know that's how kind of how we got connected, right? We've got a we've got a mutual friend that said, "Hey, you guys got you guys have to talk to each other." And and the reason why is is we we look at it very value first. Right? We want to make sure that what it is that the the broker is reaching out to the the agent with is really centered around the conversation that the agent wants to have. Right. Agents don't want to have recruiting conversations. They just don't Right.
2: No, they don't.
1: They don't. They, they'll they <laughs> love you. If you if you connect with them the right way and there's a relationship there, man, then they're ready to talk about it because they because they see something. But until they see that, it's really tough to just, to, you know, and, and not that people haven't done it. Right. Because people would just pick up the phone and just dial out and say, hey, do you want to sit down and talk to me about what my company can do versus the company that you're at? For a very long time, I think that was effective. In my opinion, personally, is that's drying up right? Agents are getting kind of tired of those conversations. They're getting, you know, a lot of agents have seen that they can bounce to a bunch of different places. And, and the only thing that's different from one to the next is the broker, some of the tools that they offer. But from a big picture standpoint, it's really about the culture. It's really about the people that are in the office. How much do they care about what I'm doing? What, how well are they leveraging tools that, the, uh, that they need to be using? in order to help them get their business to that next level. And so that's a big part of why, you know, we we appreciate you coming on and talking about this, because we know that's a big part of the messaging that you reach out with, right? That's a big part of the messaging right. that we help the brokers deliver, correct?
2: Yeah, 100%, right? And so just to kind of take on something I said earlier, right? Like what doesn't work these, well, these great these days is like just, hey, send out some generic newsletter to the whole MLS. And then suddenly you'll have a lot of hand raisers saying, let me join your brokerage, right? Because you sent out a super chazzy newsletter. It's all about starting conversations with people. And the way to do that is start out with relevant, uh, you know, messages, right? right? And, you know, real estate's unique in that there's a lot of data, right? Like there's no other industry on the planet where you can, you know, everybody else in your industry, right? Especially sales roles, um, who they are, their contact information and their sales history, right? And our common are, you know, who we've been working with in common as Realytics, you guys have been, you know, including that as part of your solution and coaching around that. Uh, we have an integration with them. They have great data. Um, MLS data has been out there for a little while, um, you know, with tools like um, Broker Metrics for a while, but they've taken it to the next levels with some AI and machine learning predictive analytics. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of amazing the data that you have, right? And so anybody that's like spamming people, you know, in their MLS with emails and texts that are generic that doesn't leverage that is it's it's they're they're wasting an opportunity right and it you know the fact that that data is available means those people are getting contacted a lot right mm-hmm. um and so to stand out it's all about saying things that are interesting to them and relevant right and the data out there um you know the ability to kind of segment it and um find people that are your ideal agent from a not just a geography perspective you know especially if you're if you're office based. Um, but like things like production-based um, and and also things like um, some of the, the predictive analytics, Realitix offers like switch risk and rookie potential right. and things like that. You're in a position to, to, have to reach out with a much more relevant message. They're more likely to respond. Um, your message is more likely to kind of resonate. Um, and we've tried to put a kind of a system around um, building that. So think of like, You're building a territory uh, of people that are your ideal agent, and the goal is to build relationships with them, right? And kind of and and build a system around tracking that. But you know, emails easy these days, right? It's there's so many tools. People get just you know they get bombarded with them, and so we believe in uh, multi multi multi-channel multi-touch outreach. So multi-channel meaning you know not just send emails and also don't make them generic make them you know segment them make them highly relevant for people you're reaching out to um texting social media and kind of picking up the phone all of the above um is you know because you got to meet people where they are because some people will respond to a text some people it's- will get irritated by re- get you texting them and they'd prefer the email so that they can look at it later um social media works great these days like so um, you know, some people are more partial to Facebook, you know, or Instagram. We find that LinkedIn works really well because people tend to see it. It stands out when you get like a you know connection request. Um, and then once it's set up, it kind of creates a chat interface to chat with them. And that works pretty well. Um, but you know, there's always just picking up the phone and calling people, right? Um yeah. you know, but if you're calling kind of out of the blue with a generic message, you know, you're not gonna stand um, apart. It's all about you know, tying that in with the data you know, finding out who your ideal agent is, reaching out to them, right? So in a market like Atlanta, there's so many agents out there, right? The last thing you want to do is just blast everybody in the MLS, including people, especially if you have an office on one side of the city, people on the other, right? Like you're wasting their time, you're wasting your time, find the people around you, drill it down to those people that really you know you you need to know your unique value proposition which is you know many in many ways tied to like what you're great at mm-hmm. what what you can offer to them um you know whether it's technology or coaching or leads um find the people that are a good fit for that and reach out to them smaller lists you know much more tailored kind of messaging And videos, so we, you know, we included kind of like a video capability last year, video emails that are like that you take the time and send them a personal message, Mm -hmm. like have a really high response, but especially if you kind of look up their production, their history, and you send them something highly personal about what you can do um, specifically to kind of help make their life better, right? Because it's all about the with them, the what's in it for me. And if you want them to respond, if you want them to come to an appointment or join your brokerage, you need to be thinking about what's in it for them and tailor your message to that. So we've tried to build kind of a, a platform around that mass customization to give you the data, give you the tools to kind of follow up and manage it. Um, like... B2B sales, really, right, where you're kind of prospecting into a territory. And instead of going after, I'm going to go after all the real estate brokers, or all the insurance agents, right, I'm picking kind of all the er- agents in this territory, I'm going to drill, uh, you know, I'm going to drill down on specifically the segment that makes most sense for me that I can, like, help the most and then kind of reach out to them in a coordinated way.
0: Yeah, I absolutely love that. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, you, you speak a lot to, like, personalization. Right. And the importance of providing, like, you know, value in a way that's like, okay, I know this is going to be beneficial to the person that I'm sending it to. And, you know, I know that, you know, if I send this to, you know, a group of people in a territory that I feel like, yeah, they're, they're going to enjoy this. If they do enjoy it and they do raise their hand, they say, yeah, I love that. And, you know, let's continue having, you know, conversations and building a relationship. Well, you know, those types of people um are going to be a good fit for your brokerage Absolutely. because the value that you're sharing um is what matches the culture within within right. with it within your within your office and so you know matt you, you know you've been you've been a real estate broker you know uh, since birth and uh, something like that i don't know the exact number some days it feels that way it? <laughs> it's like i don't even know hey, you know here's full disclaimer i don't even know what a commodore 64 60-
1: <laughs> right. you don't that's sacrilege man I have no idea I have no idea. I have no idea TRS-80 maybe he knows what a TRS-80 is, but, uh, I'm a that's, that's too early for you an aptitude maybe I don't know, like,
2: yeah, you
0: know but, Mac, yeah. Macintosh <laughs> there you go yeah I do know Macintosh so, so Matt with all of your experience um, personalization tell us the importance as far as that goes when it comes to recruiting agents Hey, Dr. Ben here. I hope you're enjoying this episode. If sometimes you feel overloaded or alone when it comes to building your brokerage, I want you to know that we are here for you. There's so much support available to agents, but hardly any dedicated to brokers. I wanna personally invite you to schedule a complimentary strategy call where Matt will help you build a three-step profitability plan that will immediately produce results. This is not a sales pitch. There's no obligation. Simply click the link in the description below. Now let's get back to the show.
1: So, so that we we love having you on here, Jenna. This is a, so we saw that same exact, exact niche. So we saw that same thing that that you saw, and and the way that the the way that we approach it, which I think goes extremely well hand in hand with with what you do, is. You know, because of my experience with some brokers, because of what I went through, what I learned, because all the coaching that I went through and all of the the different systems that I bought and all that kind of stuff, they they were all missing this, this certain piece. And that was how to effectively have a conversation that was about the agent. Instead of it being about the broker's need, they all had that same underlying tone to all of them. This is really what the broker needs. And they always started with the business, the business plan of the broker. They always started with everything that was about that, that allowed that broker to focus in on what exactly they didn't need to focus in on. If they would just step back and take a look at what is interesting to the agent, see if the agent is a good fit. And if they're a good fit, have substantive conversations with them, you know, the thing that the thing that I stumbled across learning, I'd love to say that I set out to learn this, but I, I didn't, right? You know, how you say something is important is what you say. Now I'm, I've known that for a very long time, but I had great opportunities that I worked really hard to get with agents that I know that I could have helped, but I messed up somewhere in the process either through the interview process or when I was setting the appointment or my post-interview follow-up or the or a, as I was onboarding them, any, any of those spaces, there was things that I just did not do the right way and ended up not getting people that I knew I could help. And, you know, I'm telling myself, oh, it's because of the commission split or, oh, it was because they didn't like this or, oh, it was because they didn't like that. What, what it boiled down to is how I attracted them did not match what they thought they were getting and so my conversations were not solid conversations between how i got their attention for lack of better way of putting it and what i told them i would be able to help them out with and how that matched the problems they were having those things that all not did not correlate the way that the way that they needed to correlate right and and i know that that you you do a great job of getting uh, of, of getting their attention in a way that's an authentic way of getting their attention and so, you know, what we saw was that, you know, there was some, there was some managers that were really good at, you know, because we we fundamentally believe that, you know, there there's managers that are just really good at the at the retention part and there's managers that are really good at the recruiting part, but you typically don't run into managers that are great at both of those. And if they do, they spread their time usually in an unbalanced way and they're not really successful in, in the big picture with it. And so we knew that there was there was tools and systems helping people that were retention based people get those opportunities to get in front of people, but then they still were struggling to have those conversations to reel those people the rest of the way in. And, and just like you're saying that, that that outreach and that initial connection has to be authentic, your, your interview process has, has to be authentic as well, but it has to follow certain patterns that match what an agent is looking for from a business standpoint. And so that's where we kind of saw that, you know, if we can get people into mastermind groups, if we can get them talking to each other. So it's not somebody saying, you're not doing this, read the script, do it this way. And then all of a sudden you're going to win. It was them hearing other people win. That's what helped them bring that authenticity out and have the conversations in a way that they're just going to succeed at a a, a whole nother level. And so I love that you're saying that meet them. Every time we've talked, you've said this, meet the agent where they're at. Man, that is so important. That is just so absolutely mission critical. A brokerage success can only happen if they're meeting enough of those agents, truly where they're at, and then supporting what the agent's trying to do with their business. That's how you get those longevity profits. That's how you get those people to stick around for for a long time. That's a that's that's super killer stuff, right? I mean, am I missing anything there? Uh,
2: no, hundred percent. Well, and and following up with them, right? Uh, I mean, of like, right. Because a big part of any sales is right, like. Um, you know, what percent of the people are, you know, experiencing kind of pain right now that's going to, they have some kind of compelling event that's going to make them make the change, right? It's it's meeting where they are, knowing their problems, you know, explaining how you can solve it, but keeping in touch, right? I because could. maybe it's not the right time. Maybe they've yeah. got something on the back, you know, personally that is consuming. Maybe they're, you know, their mother is sick or something. It's just not a good time to take on something that's a big change in their life. Or it could be right? They're, they're happy with their broker right now or their, what? you know, or their manager. But then, you know, three months from now, they, they, they don't really like awesome. how something was handled. You kept in touch and they're like, you know what, that person really kept in touch. And that's kind of amazing. I'm not hearing this from my own manager or broker, yep. right? Who is taking a significant amount of my sales, you know, out of my, out of the GCI and, this person over here is kind of following up so you know in many ways the fortunes in the follow-up so it's you Absolutely. know figure out what their pain is help them solve well for you know segment the market down to people that really are your ideal pro- profile you know reach out to start conversations based on you know um, you, you know what kind of pain you can help them solve figure out for sure what that pain is develop a solution but keep in touch right Absolutely. keep in touch until the time is right.
1: Yeah, we, we call it renting space in their head, right? Because at some point they're going to decide that they don't, that they, that whatever it is, isn't fitting anymore, right? And so what's that, what's that hierarchical call, thing called?
0: You're probably thinking about Cox's proportional model for survival
1: time. Yeah, that's what I'm
2: thinking. <laughs> Maslow's hierarchy of needs.
1: Uh, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's the Cox. It's I, uh, really, oh yeah, God. it's, it's <laughs> it is. And, and, and Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Absolutely. Completely agree. That's uh, absolutely. But, but you know, what we, what we figured out was, you know, when an agent gets ready to move the most uh, the most comfortable situation for them is to already have a relationship with a broker that they know what to expect that they can move to. Yeah. That actually makes them move quicker and it makes them move more competently and so you're right the follow up is is everything right and so what we know is that they'll they'll just keep skipping along in their life and then something happens that 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 event happens and when that event happens before they get to that event if you've connected with them in an authentic way and they know that you're there to support and they, and they know that you know what you're doing. It's not just about, hey, Ben, great job and giving emotional compensation. You also have to have a pretty good idea what the heck you're doing or, or they don't want to be part of your office. But right. you have to prove all of that while you're renting space in their head before they get to that transition. Now, some people you'll call out of the blue. So there's right now and there's future business, right? Some people you're going to connect with and they want to move now, right? They're at that point and they're like, hey, I want to, I want to do this. I love that but that's not what happens most of the time. And you also can't build an office full of people like that because if they move quickly like that, they'll leave quickly like that. So so you getting people to a certain point and renting that space in their head until that event happens, until that, that thing changes, then it makes it easy for them to decide. I can't tell you how many times I got calls out of the blue once I figured out what I was doing, but I got calls out of the blue and people are like, hey, Matt, can we still sit down and talk about this? And and the reason why is because I just stayed connected, and it wasn't some magical ninety-six year thing to stay connected with them, and it wasn't something I spent ninety-five hours a day doing. It was just substantive things, having the right conversation at the at the right time. You know, we use we use Sean as an as an example of this, right? So he, you know, he connected one of our one of our clients. You know, he connected, which which by the way, he broker kit and loves it. By the way, and uh, and so uh, so you know, he connected with uh, with somebody that was in the marketplace that was a. Uh, 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 that was uh, working on for sale by owners. And and this person went to a couple of different companies before they joined his. And this was over like a one year period. So the guy was just kind of trying to explore, but Sean did the right thing, regardless of how frustrated, did the right thing, stayed in touch with him, didn't love it that the guy was moving to other places, but knew that the guy was going to be a good fit if he ever did that. And so we just convinced them to rent space in his head. Sean gets this phone call out of the blue and the guy's like, hey, you've always been there for me. You've been helpful. The information that you sent me was, was spot on. It's helped me with for sale by owners. I'd love to have lunch and see if you still have space for me in your office. And that guy is now killing it in Sean's office. Mm-hmm. And it's because Sean authentically connected with him, was patient, did his follow-up and rented space in his head until that person got to the point that they were like, okay, I know exactly what I need. And people have to have a system to be able to do that. That's what I love about what you're doing with Broker kit.
2: Yeah, and I would say, you know, another, I've heard someone say it this way, what you just said, which is, um, if you, somebody is sold typically, if you can state their problem, and articulate it better than they could themselves, right, so, and the way that you do that is, number one, you know, it's not about you, right, it's about them, and right. getting to know them, and discovery is a big part of that, right, so in any any kind of outreach, right, it's, it's not talking about yourself and how great you are, right? Yeah. That's why I'm not a huge fan of like HTML, email, newsletter type things, right? You're trying to start a conversation. You're you're reaching out at strategic times, right? It can be when their license is up for renewal, right? Or it could be they just had a sale, right? And you're gonna congratulate it on them. Um, but in some cases, you might know specific events, um, their birthday or something like that, or you're following them on social media, you see things, right? wait until you have something you know yep. substantial kind of reach out and just you know get ask them questions right and so whenever they're going to come in for a meeting start with questions right like don't talk about you start with questions try to understand what their problems are what the capabilities that you can bring to bear from a brokerage perspective and how you can help solve that and and that's where the conversation should be and Perfect. if 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 they leave the meeting uh, knowing that you knew their problem better than they did and you have solutions um, even if it's not the right time um, and you keep in touch, um, they, they'll remember you for sure. Right. Yeah. And yep. and they'll join you when the time is right.
0: Yeah, completely agree with that. I think everything that both of you guys said is really smart. This podcast. And so yeah. so do um, that. Yeah. So just do, <laughs> do, do that. Yeah. All that stuff. I just told them to say that, guys. So <laughs> it just came from my brain. Right. Right on. But, uh, but no, Jim, absolutely. You know, yeah, you're, you're bringing a wealth of knowledge to us here, and we're super grateful for that. I definitely want to be respectful of your time. I know you got some appointments coming up, that kind of thing. Matt, yeah, it's just always great that you're here, man. Well, I appreciate that, Ben. Right. I hope you're here tomorrow. Yeah, me too. <laughs> right. So, um, but what I want to do before I kind of put a little bow on it is I want to make sure that we know how everyone, you know, uh, who believes that you should connect with value and that you should follow up with agents that you're recruiting. And maybe they shouldn't just like, yeah, you, know, you give them one opportunity to join. All right, I'm going to call you. You either join or you don't, or you're don't dead to me. you in uh, you're, you're already busy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's let's tell them how to get in touch with you, Jim, um, and how to learn more about BrokerKit.
2: Sounds great. Just go to getbrokerkit.com on our website. There's a big button that says uh, sign up for a demo. Click the button, sign up. And somebody on our team can kind of um, get to know you, understand what your problems are, and see if we can help solve some of them.
0: I absolutely love that. Well, guys, I'm going to make sure that I put um, that information um, in the description below. And um, go down there and click on that You know, as soon as I get done, done with our outro. Um, Jim, again, thanks again. Thanks Thank again. So thanks again for coming on. Really appreciate it. Guys, uh, you know how I always remind you of this every single Friday, 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We have our brokerpreneur, not so secret society. It's where brokers just kind of come together. That's absolutely free for any broker in the country to attend, uh, to learn, uh, a little bit more about recruiting, a little bit more about retention and, uh, you know, dive into, to, to some of the things that we talk about on podcasts and ask questions that you may have. We would absolutely love to see you there. That link is in the description below as well. So, uh, if you want to talk to Matt and I live. We'd absolutely love to see you there. Yep. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, D's, or any of those platforms, make sure you hit that follow button. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you hit that red subscribe button, that bell right side of it. You get notified every time we drop a new episode. There's no better time than the present than to go to brokerpreneurpodcast.com. Check out all the cool things that we have, no matter what phase or stage of the business that you're in. Matt. Yes, Ben. We bring on amazing guests, just like Jim. Got to have Jim back. Hang oh, on. Of course, we got to have this. Jim back. Jim, we got we to gotta have you back
2: absolutely looking forward to it
0: perfect and we're going to bring you back for one reason one reason alone Matt tell them why that is guys
1: we just want to be part of your win